thanks to the sponsor of today's episode, Hatch. You guys know I invest with Hatch and I thought it would be awesome to let you in on why that is and a few of the unique things I enjoy about the Hatch team and platform. It is always so empowering to see women at the top of financial initiatives, platforms or resources changing the game. Studies show that women actually make better investors than men, but I get it, sometimes you need a confidence boost or a good pep talk to get started, which is why I'm a huge fan of the Wine and Wealth webinars Hatch runs, which are hosted by their two women co-founders. They are free investing related online events that help you to upskill without having to leave the comfort of your home and with a big glass of wine or beverage of choice. To keep updated with these events, make sure you're following Hatch over at Hatch underscore invest on Instagram. They are also doing a series of Instagram lives at the moment during lockdown, which I think are very helpful if you want to check those out. If you're ready and want to get started investing with Hatch, there's a link in my bio to sign up where you can grab an extra $20 NZD top up when you make your first deposit of $100 NZD or more. How good. Thanks so much to Hatch for supporting the podcast. Let's get on with the episode. Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of The One Up Project podcast. Today I have the absolute pleasure of bringing you Priscilla Chand, founder of GoHireHer.com. The first marketplace in Australia and New Zealand with a female focus and a community that brings together female freelancers, contractors and businesswomen. How are you? No, I am great. Thanks so much for having me. No worries at all. I'm honestly so glad you're here. And we've been talking a little bit over the Insta DM, which yeah. is classic of today's world. I know. And I feel like we have a lot to talk about and um, align on a lot of the same things. So I'm very excited to get into it. I know, um, me too. Yeah. Do you want to give us a little bit of an intro on yourself and the story of um, your business? Yeah, for sure. So, hey everyone, I am Priscilla. So I founded Hire Her. I came up with a concept probably about... January this year and um, my background story is basically at the moment I'm mum to two kids under three um, so prior to that I was like working in marketing and I did like a lot of job I did the thing you're not supposed to do which is basically I worked in so many different companies <laughs> startups agencies corporates but the thing is every time I did those things I always put my hand up for like the hardest things you could ever imagine yeah and so at the given time like my husband was like why don't you stay to one company and I don't think I realized how important that would be into the place that I am today mm. but all of that led me to today so then I had my first daughter and I decided I was like right I'm going to do the stay at home mum thing but like that was a decision based on some other factors too like she was a prem baby and I had like a difficult pregnancy Mm. um and then at that time I was like right like what do I want to do in my life like what how do I integrate my career with bringing up my children and I didn't I like with the nine to five I was like you know I looked at so many job opportunities and they wouldn't they didn't have flexibility and I was Mm. like well I don't want that in my life I I need to have a life around them and also me and so um with the second child came and then I was like right I want to get into freelancing and so that's like when I started like dwelling into the world of what freelancing looks like um and then basically it went from like I want to be a freelancer to like what is the solution for it in terms of platforms like what kind of support exists Mm. and from like a global standpoint it was really difficult because um, they had like talent in third world countries essentially um, that offered their 
expertise at a really, really low price and you just couldn't compete with that. And then at like a local level, they had a lot of platforms that were charging you fees for like just listing your services before even getting a job. And I was like, no, I don't, I think it should be better than this, you know? And some of the platforms just look so average and no offense, they're doing an amazing job. But I was like, I want to do, I, I just see a, a, a opportunity here and specifically for women and for me, initially, the idea would have been a mum-to-mum marketplace, like mum and mums in business working with like um, freelance mums, just because of that mindset of, you know, understanding how to integrate both like versions of your life. But fundamentally, I ended up going with women because there's just nothing out there, not even at a global standpoint. Um, and so, yeah, so that's literally like happened in, yeah, in January. And then I worked super hard to get it launched by May. Wow, that's amazing. That's so cool. And we were just talking um, off mic about how COVID especially has introduced this kind of rise in people wanting to start side hustles and passion projects yeah. and kind of take something on for themselves and especially women. So you've yeah created such an amazing platform that can help um, women not only do that, but feel supported in the process of doing that as well. Yeah, it's um, so yes, you're absolutely right. There are a lot of women that I have seen that did start their business last year, whether Mm -hmm. they are the millennials, whether they're mums, whether they were driven by, you know, making like a change in their life. Like they wanted to create life on their own terms, Mm. you know, bring confidence back into their life because Mm. there was so much unpredictability last year. Um, And that's, yeah, I just think that the world is definitely pivoting, you know, freedom, flexibility, um, you know, not being defined by these old school rules. Totally. Yeah. It's I'm all about that. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So I'm so glad. For um, the perspective of like the platform, the hire. So if you're a freelancer, right, you can go and set your services up on um, Hire Her. Mm -hmm. Um, So you basically just like it's a one, you know, a place where you can find talent. and, And so you can like literally list up your profile and link it to your LinkedIn and put in your website and stuff like that and just promote the services. Mm. And then for hires, it's really great because instead of having to go into every single website or look at every single Instagram page, you've got this one place Mm. to find it all. Um, And there's like a whole bunch of filters. So you're like, okay, I need like a social media expert. You just, you know, chuck that in and then you'll have a whole bunch of social media experts. And then you can use it to actually like interview and, you know, get to know them and then actually hire them and manage the job and you're protected Mm. via the platform as well. So if there's any issues that come about, you know, you can raise it with us and stuff. And all the talent has to be like verified and validated. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just, that's kind of a little bit about how it works. And yeah, so tell us a little bit about what a freelancer actually is and what that means. Yeah. So I think, well, from what I basically have seen, it's like somebody that has the ability to take their skills and use that like outsource that I guess for any business Mm. um so you're basically like looking at what are your like key strengths what are your expertise you know and how do I then monetize that Mm. how do I build up a portfolio how do I build a business around that so we'll just take for example um like social media managers right um there's this uh, nobody realizes how much energy social media takes in any business's life. Absolutely. Like that is where your customers are, you know, and you really have to put a lot of effort and time into that. And it's actually the one space I see continuously rising. So a lot of the talent has been like a lot a lot of these ladies basically they become really good at like, you know, building their own community. Mm. 
and they gain all this like skill sets and then what they're basically doing is then outsourcing that kind of skill set to small businesses you know so helping those small businesses build their social media community yeah um and it's really cool because you just kind of see that you know they're really passionate about what they are doing and so for them it's like this is a natural subset and that's one thing I would say is that for most freelancers I've seen pretty much everybody what they are doing is what they actually are really good at naturally good at and what they're passionate about so you're not actually putting your energy into things that don't make sense to you yeah what I love about the idea of becoming a freelancer or a contractor in any um, capacity is that you you are making the business fit around you and what you're good at and what your skills are rather yeah. than you fitting into a business as an employee into yes. that box. So you can really define what value it is that you're bringing to the marketplace or to a different business. And there's yeah. a lot of creativity in that and a lot of influence you can have, a lot of leadership you can build up. There's That's so right. many things that can yeah. come out of it. It's true. It's really, really interesting. Yeah. So you'll have like, you know, you've got your brand designers or your copywriters, you'll have your web developers, mm. you know, you've got your photographers. Like you just can think of any talent, like any kind of amazing skill or expertise and somebody's got it. Yeah. And they're really, really good at it because yeah. they love it. And I think it's important for those people listening to know that if they have some kind of interest, it doesn't yeah. just have to be you know, you're really good at, um, what's a standard one, like writing or something. If you're really good at that, you can go and contract out to companies, but you don't have to be like an author to do that. You know, yeah. you can yeah, exactly. just be a copywriter or, you know, you can do yes. all sorts of different things. Oh you, my God. Like we need to get into this because yeah. <laughs> like literally there's so many women I know who are in this business and they've self-taught themselves everything. Mm, so mm. they didn't, you know, so, so I know like one woman who literally was a, um, childcare, like she's looking after like children in childcare. And then she self, she self-taught herself how to build websites. Yeah. And now wow. she's That's freelancing cool. and building websites and she's a virtual assistant and she's learning yeah. designing. And a lot of these women are mums as well. Yeah. So they've pivoted. They've taken their skills or the expertise or whatever it is. They've pivoted it, learned something new and turned it into a business. Yeah, they're a great... That's power. Um, it is. It's, it is. And they're such great websites like Udemy or course websites where you can learn all these sorts of things and yes. apply them straight away. A good example from me personally is when I was unemployed for like four months between leaving leaving accounting and jumping into the job I'm in now, I was doing like contracting and freelancing work, which involved writing articles and blogs for different businesses. I haven't done any kind of writing since high school. The only writing I did was for the One Up Project and everything I've learned that could be considered any kind of skill has been through the podcast. So I just kind of took that and was like, right, I'm deciding I'm going to be writing. And I, you know, would do some draft pieces and and they get published and it was... I didn't feel like I needed to have this degree in like English to do it. Yes. And that ties into, so most freelancers don't have qualifications Mm. in the thing that they're doing. Mm. So what is really key is experience and practice. Mm. So you got to just build your portfolio up, right? So whatever it is that you want to get into, say for example, I want to get into like designing logos, Mm. then just go out to like your network or your family and friends or local businesses and put your hand up and say, I'll do this for free actually, because I'm just learning. I'm trying to build up my portfolio yeah right and so it's more about that it's more about this is the work that I actually deliver Mm. so you're paying for that work Mm. you're not paying for some degree where no Mm. offense but yes all respect to a piece of paper but that piece of paper does not actually define what 
you, you know, it doesn't mean that you can do that just because I have a business. More. Exactly. I mean, I'd feel more confident going into a business and writing like six articles for them than starting their bookkeeping and I have a degree yes. in accounting. Yeah. Oh my God, so, that's insane, right? <laughs> that's a great example of, you know, it, it, a lot of the time it's where you place your own value and like self-belief comes into that a lot, which is exactly. where what we'll get into is yeah. that a lot of women struggle with. And so that's why the next thing I wanted to talk about was the gender pay gap between um, women and male freelancers and how this is actually quite significant oh my god like I was just like how is this even happening in this day and time (laughs) so basically one of the biggest platforms in the entire world is called upwork.com and fiverr.com is another one and they did this like huge survey and they looked at all the freelancers men and women and they found that you could do the same job and the woman would get paid 50 percent less Crazy. And this was conducted in 2019. Mm. And I was just like, hold up. And then, you know, I started looking into like, okay, so why is this kind of problem happening? And it fundamentally comes to... At the beginning, when you were setting up your career, especially as women, you don't believe that you can charge your true worth because you sometimes struggle to see your true worth. Or you think, I have to be there already. Like, I need to be perfect. I need to be X, Y, Z. And then I can charge X. Whereas like, you know, and... I love men and I have a husband and I'm not a feminist, but, you know, I just feel like men are sometimes like, right, I'm going to charge this, you know, I'm going to, I I think I'm worth this. So I'm going to charge it and then I'm going to deliver to that. Mm. And so that's my thing to women is like, why don't you set your like price point up and then deliver to that price point? Don't think that you should be down here. You should be like at the top and then working to get to that top. Yeah, women should just always overvalue themselves because they're probably really undervalued. I know I undervalue myself all the time completely you know? I, I honestly do yeah <laughs> I definitely did a lot more before starting the podcast as well and then when yeah. I started talking to people learning more about not only myself but how other people have lived their life I was like you know I just need to actually start valuing yeah. myself a bit more so yeah. and ever since I've done that things have just changed significantly for me and That's I've so cool. had so many more opportunities um and a really good example to a story I, I always think is so funny around um, men and women and when it comes to, I guess, their security around decisions. Yeah. Someone was telling me when I was at PwC that they went on this hike. It was a group of people and there was like half girls, half guys. Yeah. And then one of the men was like, I think the direction we need to go is this way on the hike. Yeah. And one yeah. of the women was like, I'm pretty sure it's this way. And the yeah. guy was like, no, no, no. I'm really sure it's yeah. this way. Anyway. Yeah. The guy was wrong. Yeah. And so then they came together and they're like, I thought you were sure. And he was like, oh, I was probably like 40% sure. The woman was oh like, I was 80% sure, sure. But I just yeah. didn't want to push for it because, exactly. you know, you were so sure of yourself. And I think that is such a common metaphor for so much of what women what think. What a great story. Yeah, I know. What a great example. <laughs> it works really it's well. Eh? So much tangibility to life. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. And so, wow. yeah. How do you think women can value themselves more and like not be afraid to charge what is fear? I mean, honestly, that is really tough and because it's tough because it is a lot of self-work. Mm. Um, I can say myself like that the only way that I started to see what I was capable of is when I started to do things that I was capable of. Like mm. I would just like even committing to building this platform and getting it out in a short period of time like that's what gave me confidence right that's what gave me like a belief in myself I was like right I have to do this and so I did it every day I practiced it every day and I think for a lot of women like it is about that it's about showing to yourself 
what you were capable of doing, delivering on that thing, and then your belief for yourself will start to come. Mm. It's going to be it's going to be natural because to say, I think it's a lot of deep work to even say that like, you know, you should value yourself. It's actually quite a deep journey. Yeah. Because there's so many things. It comes from like our childhood. Mm. It comes from when we were little girls and the stories that we were told, Mm. you know, the constrictions that society puts onto women. Mm. I know very well, like, why is it that You know, I made a choice, like I left my career, right, to then bring up my daughters and that was a choice. But then it's like, you know, you're also the one that carries the child. The man doesn't carry the child. You know, he does the one-time act. You spend nine months, your body suffers or whatever you go through is for nine months. Women, we're like put into these conditions as well that lead us to this point where we start to go like, I speak to so many mums and, you know, they undervalue themselves significantly. Mm. They're so amazing at what they do. They're like professionals that then decided to become a stay-at-home mum and then they're running their business, but they're like not seeing their worthiness and I think like it also I think yeah that power really is going to be that when you start to you have to just I think sometimes you also have to just do it too Mm. you know like even if you don't believe it like even when I was like building this platform every single day I was like I'm like can I do this like am I capable of this but I still did it yeah you need to go on blind to some extent and just sort of say like I'm just going to do it, ripping the Band-Aid off. There's so many times where things I've had to do for the podcast, whether it's send like a sponsorship pitch off or ask someone I really admired if they wanted to come on the podcast or talk to someone at a networking event. And every time I do it, I'm just like, nope, just go in like blindly and just try and just send it off and then cover your eyes and walk away and do something else and, you know, just take those risks and you'll find more often than not it ends up working out for you. So true. No, I literally say this on um, our Instagram page all the time for Hire Her. Um, I always just say you've got to set aside the emotions and you have to just do the doing. Yeah. Just just do it because there's Mm. no other way, right? Mm. You can spend forever thinking about it. Mm. You could also spend forever building self-belief and self-worth and you're still never going to be worthy and good enough for yourself at times. So much transformation can come out of risk and a lot of that risk you learn to take through, you know, developing yourself and constantly being on that journey to, uh, yeah, personal development. And so what do you see the importance of that being for a freelancer? How can this help make our services more valuable? Yeah, I mean, I always say that your mindset and your habits are the two fundamental things in your life that can shape what your future can become. Mm. So as a freelancer, it is very lonely. Like you were literally the face of your business. You are your business. And so, you know, really investing into like soaking that knowledge in. There is knowledge is power, but execution is even more power. That's what I say. Mm. But there is tons of books out there there are tons of podcasts out there there are just so many people and so many stories that you can actually learn from yeah and personal development I think it's all it's like an it's an ongoing piece of work right Mm. so even like just um doing exercises on a daily basis of like affirmations you know things that you say to yourself like to get your mindset ready like I've got this or you know I am worthy or um I do have the power to become who I believe I can be yeah you know um yeah you must have like that good self-talk if you're telling you're running yourself down all the time you're not going to get where you want to go 
That's correct, yeah. And I think the way that I've learnt mindset is from learning from the people that are truly successful. Mm -hmm. And you start to understand that it is a daily piece of work. Just like you brush your teeth, Mm. you need to like get your mind ready every single day. I mean, I personally do that through podcasts. Mm -hmm. Like I just listen to anybody. It could be a successful entrepreneur, an artist, a whatever actor, whoever it is, Mm -hmm. anybody that I admire that has delivered actual results. I listen to their stories Mm. and I go like, okay, how did they do it? And that's what I'd say for freelancers is like, yes, the the sort of for you to succeed a lot of it is not just going to be the work that you do the expertise that you have Mm. it's actually going to become like what you dream and uh, believe yourself to be in your career what do you define success as when you look at it that's such a hard question it's so interesting though because it is very different to every human I think I've changed my sort of views on it now where it's it's more a constant effort each day than it is a destination. Yes. You know what? No, this is amazing. Okay. I always <laughs> remember this. Tony Robbins says success without fulfillment is not really, it is not success. Mm. So what he means is like you need to be fulfilled every single day or very, very frequently in your journey. It's not mm. about the end destination because mm. that end destination is I don't ever think you ever get there. No. And I it's a lot it's, of oh. little things along the way, like a lot yeah. of little destinations, a lot of little yeah. things you're reaching. That's right. And sometimes you're so busy doing the doing, you forget. You're like, okay, like, what's the next big thing? What's the next big thing? But you're like, actually, hold up. Who was I before that? Yeah. Like, I, I can, like, tell you, like, even my story, like, I seriously struggled for so many years about finding my passion, you know, or pursuing oh. my purpose. Yeah. Like, this is oh, like, that's <laughs> me as a <laughs> I literally like listen to every amazing person out there. Like if you talk, I, I think I've listened to hundreds of podcast episodes and I've listened to every personal development coach you can ever imagine, mm. you know, like and every successful entrepreneur, like literally. And every time I'd hear them speak and I was like, why do I not feel like this? Yeah. In my life? <laughs> I was like, I'm just like, I'm losing my shit. Yeah. Like what is wrong with me? And yeah. it, there's so much pressure. Yeah. You know, we, we, we're like, everyone's living this great life and I'm just like I'm just living yeah especially if you're someone though that wants to develop and wants to change and then you're constantly seeking out all these resources and you know that'll be a lot of the people listening today yeah you think well if you're not reaching these things I'm trying every day what am I doing wrong and I think it's like there's a combination of finding what works for you and speaking to your point around fulfillment like what actually fulfills you and that's why I talk so much about learning about your values and yes those sorts of things because yes that is going to show you that's correct actually what you want to get out of life oh my god you know what actually one thing I could say and just leaning onto that is that there's so much power in understanding the power of your individual story Mm. and that that story doesn't need to look like anybody else Mm. you know and that your journey doesn't have to be fast or slow your journey is your journey so even if you're on that path and you don't even know what you're doing that is completely okay yeah because the beautiful thing is you're searching for something you know and it's going to take time and I also don't put the pressure on yourself Mm. because one thing I did do is that two years um, that I spent just being a mum and I missed like my career so much and all my friends because I was super ambitious yeah so all my friends went back to work and they were like, Pray, what are you doing? Like, why are you going to be a stay-at-home mum? And I was like, no, no, no. I know that when I do the thing I do, it's going to be the thing for me. Yeah. And I just had to believe in it, you know? Mm. And I had to go through. If I didn't do that work and I didn't 
invest two years in my own journey, I wouldn't even be the pre today. Like to even to build, people don't understand, but to build a freelance platform in five months as a mum <laughs> with a four month yeah. old baby and a two year old toddler and a very small team is one of the most hardest things you could do. But you just, that's the thing people have to believe is that you are capable of so much more than you can imagine. And sometimes you're not going to even know what you're capable of becoming until you become that thing. 100%. That's so true. And having, giving yourself that time and space to actually work out what it is you want to do as opposed to jumping into the next thing straight away because it seems like the best opportunity or the right thing to do. There is so much value in giving yourself that space. And I think a lot of the time people might label it as something like a break and or whatever but it's it's more of like a yeah you're just giving yourself that space to understand who you actually are and then develop the understanding of what you're truly capable of yeah like you got to slow down you really Mm. do and you have to tap into your within yeah and sometimes that's just that's just staying still sometimes that's walking in nature Sometimes mm. that's just like taking a pause. Taking it back to basics as well. Yeah. Like don't overcomplicate everything. Just work out, you know, yeah. at the core, what exactly do you want to do? I felt like I faced this so many times with accounting. And yeah. then I, I came to the end of my job in accounting and I was thinking, how did I even get here in the first place? Yeah. It's just like I moved from one thing to the other without stopping for a single second and thinking, yeah. what actually do I want out of this situation or out of this life? Or, you yeah. know, what do I even value? Because right now it's so mismatched. So yeah. then having like four months of unemployment or like freelancing or whatever I was doing gave me so much space to stop and think and yeah. work it out. And now I couldn't be happier for it. So yeah, if it's going to take four months or four years or whatever of... Or two just, years, like yeah, me. <laughs> just working out yeah. what it is, then it's yeah. so worth it. Oh, yeah. And when you walk out of that, and don't put, like, don't, don't also give yourself crap mm. for the fact that you're taking time. Don't mm. give yourself crap that you're not there yet. Yeah. Because I know I do that all the time. Yeah. I'm just, like, you know, the hardest person on myself, just like every person listening to this podcast probably is. Yeah. We are so sure. tough on ourselves, right? But... Yeah. I think that, you know what, I will say, when you know, you know, there's like this alignment with the universe, like when things fall into place, like honestly, like I came up with the concept in January 14th, I wrote everything down within a span of a week. So prior to that, I had, so when I was in my 20s, like I always like had this like vision of entrepreneurship and like I kind of loved I had lots of ideas all the time but I could never follow through yeah like I would just write a plan yeah. and I'd write goals and I'd never ever deliver on any of those wow. things yeah I just I because I, I just wasn't motivated yeah I don't think that I was doing the right thing I thought I was but yeah I thought I was like ticking all the boxes but that thing didn't yeah. lead my heart yeah but when I actually found I was like I want to make an impact for women yeah. I want to actually change the world way that women work yeah. and and the way that businesses view women yeah. you know I, I see this as being a bigger vision. I think this is a global level yeah. thing. It's not just New Zealand and Australia. But then that's literally what got me. Because honestly, I used to work this year. I would work till one or two in the morning. Yeah. And then my baby would wake up. I'd have to feed her. I would go to sleep. And then my toddler would be up at like seven. So I'd sleep yeah. at like two, three in the morning, wake up at seven o'clock, work again, look after the kids. I did that for like five months to launch, hire her. And you know what? You would, If you ask me this, 
seven, eight, five years ago, two years ago, I wouldn't, I'd tell you, I'd never do that. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is like, don't, you know, all those people out there that are listening, you actually don't know what you're capable of. When you find the thing mm. that pulls your heartstring, when you find that thing that's like your driver of life, mm. and whenever you find it, don't force yourself to find it. But when you do, trust me, you're going to get out of bed, you're going to do things you couldn't even imagine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. And that's so empowering because I feel very much aligned with that. And I think, it's not even like when we talk about when you're finding something, it's not like the th- the thing that you're finding isn't the job or the role or the, it's yeah. not that. The thing that you're finding is the bigger purpose behind that. That's like, correct. is it helping people? Yes. Is it bringing accessibility to something? Like, what is it? It's wider than that. It's so much broader. So, yes. And once you tap into that, there's so many different things you can do within that, like, thing yeah that will make you feel fulfilled that's correct because service is actually the biggest driver Mm. in our lives so actually if we really want to feel good about ourselves we should get up and help somebody else Mm. it's actually a very powerful thing I think when I when I didn't make it about myself and also everyone's different in personality Mm. but my personality is very much like I'm an Aquarius and I'm very much about people yeah. and I'm very much like, you know, I want to I want to change the world and I'll throw myself in a gutted corner that. to like, you know, to do it. But for me, it's like, you know, it's it was it had to be more than me because I just wasn't going to be good enough. Mm. And that's what I think, you know, for any line of business you are in, you should always think like, how can I like do something good in the thing that I'm doing? Yeah. So even if it's like making a website, make the most beautiful website, you know, that's going to help that business. Mm. Like when you're doing that action or you're doing that task, do it with like the purpose of serving, yeah. you know, do your greatest work every single time. Even if you are an accountant or even if you are anyone, do your greatest work every single time. Mm. because there's so much power in giving your all Mm. you know you will feel like because somebody will have it will make an impact in somebody's life even if you don't know it like even if you go into work every day and you hate what you do just like put a smile on someone's face tell them a joke make them laugh you know do something that's not about you because that takes you away from like your own pity your own issues you know you know it it puts it's like a beautiful thing yeah to just yeah focus on someone else and in freelancing so there's a big a part of this personal development thing is like having our own personal brand and I feel like personal brand isn't just for people who are influencers or things like that but each and every one of us has a personal brand that we promote every single day yes and so what's the importance of this in freelancing like how do we optimize our own personal brand yeah for sure I mean this is absolute power like you are your fundamental business so you need to know the things that you stand for yeah like the more that you are specific about this is what I do these are the key attributes that make me unique this is why you should choose to come into business with me like for example um you know we've got like a few conscious copywriters now Mm -hmm. and they're very focused on ethical brands so they will not work with any other brand apart from brands that are very um they're very pure and they're very conscious and they want to make a difference to the universe they want to make a difference to sustainability to the world you know so that is a beautiful thing so you know the same thing with like uh you know brand experts like there's some that are very like you know luxurious and creative and they're just like you know super high end and that's yeah. the customers that they speak to so you have to you that that is like that's time as well but you need to tap into what makes you you and yeah. don't be afraid if you're you know cutting out 
some of the people, that's fine, mm. you know, because actually what your key thing is, you just actually as a freelancer to truly succeed, you just need a handful of clients. You don't need 50 different clients. Yeah. You don't need to be serving everybody. Mm. You need to be very clear, like, I can serve this business, I can build a relationship with this person, and I can continuously explain to them the value that I'm adding, yeah. like, on a constant basis. And like a platform like Hire Her is great for like, you know, there's jobs here and there and it's great to, you know, advertise yourself and to do a little bit of work here and there, but it is not the long-term goal. Yeah. And I don't, you know, my, my thing is actually, it, there's power in connecting the right person with the right business. Mm. So right now, like when I have businesses that are advertising on Hire Her, I personally, because I have gotten to know every most of the freelancers on Hire Her, I actually know them on a personal basis. Like I've spent so much energy, and this is the thing I'll say to you, is that people will be like, why are you doing like, you know, investing so much time in DMing all these different freelancers and getting to know them, like what a, you know, waste of time. But I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. Because I get to know the the human behind the business. So then when I have a person that comes to me as a small business and says, I'm looking for a social media expert, I'm not just connecting them with someone that's technical. I'm connecting them with another human yeah. that understands what their business vision is, mm. that has the core same sort of values as yeah. them, that mm. can like bring the best out of their company. So so what it creates is a powerful relationship. And that relationship then can go and extend way further than what Hire Her is. Yeah. You know, because that can become an ongoing thing. Yeah. They could be engaging with that person consistently for social media services or for copy. You know, like that's the beauty of it. So I'm not really in this business to go like, here is a technology, you know, that is going to connect one person to another. I'm actually in the business of people. Yeah, It's like the matchmaking yeah. of like, you know. And that he is, he is like your businesses and he is your beautiful talent. So like, let's bring that perfect match together. Mm. That's kind of what I see it as. Yeah, I think you're completely right. It, it's awesome way to think about it as well. When people become freelancers or contractors, it's not only a great opportunity to, you know, earn money, but it's like a great opportunity to just develop yourself as a human being yeah. and to kind of grow a lot of confidence because you've got yeah. you're doing this whole thing on your own so you've got to be the one that puts yourself out there puts a price on exactly your, time. your worth in your t- time yeah. and expertise i know but insane. the thing is it's like it's also shouldn't be like so much hard work it's got to be smart yeah. work True. so if you're smart enough what you want to do is you just want to establish really strong relationships that have ongoing clients and ongoing yeah. income you know and then you've got like a little bit of space here and there you can do the kind of you know a little bit of fun work here and there if you want to some side passion projects yeah but fundamentally you should be having a stream of income consistently coming and that only will come in building very strong relationships with that business mm, 100% um and I've loved this conversation yeah, me so too. much I know I love it too <laughs> Um, But to sort of bring us to a conclusion, I've got one sort of last thing I'd love to talk about. And that's just around like your personal advice for aspiring freelancers out there. How would you, if you, if someone came to you and they said, okay, look, I want to be a freelancer or contractor with this specific skill. How should I approach my career, my business going forward from this point? So there's a few buckets of freelancers, I'll tell you, right? So you've got like the newbies who have just started, right? And mm-hmm. if you were coming in as like somebody who is like, right, I actually don't have too much expertise in this place and I just want to get into freelancing, I'd say, okay, this is your opportunity to learn as much as you can. Yeah. So you walk into this, you go out there and you do as much work as you build your portfolio, be open to learning, be open to growing, do your best work every single time, build very strong relationships, do not have an ego, um, start to understand what will help you differentiate yourself from the rest, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
And so that's kind of what I'd say to somebody that was starting, you know, very much like, you know, go set yourself up on Instagram, go get like a Wix website, sort that out for yourself, go and hit your network up um, as much as possible to like do free work for them, just for the purpose. Free is not free. And let me tell you that, because even when building this platform, all the additional skills I gained to get to where high her is today, that's not free because now I can charge for those skills. Yeah. Right. So when you're talking about free and building a portfolio, it actually those you're, you're learning those things as you go, right? Yeah. You're starting from zero and you're going to get to 100. But to get there in the beginning, sometimes you actually have to do the growth and the learning. Then you can charge for that growth and learning. Um, and so, yeah, I would say, like, you, again, if somebody was really experienced, I'd say, okay, that's great. If you've got the experience, make sure that you showcase your work. And one thing I keep saying to the freelancers now is know your data. Know what allows you to stand up from the rest from a data perspective. So don't just say, I do social media. Mm. Tell us, so what sort of percentage have you increased? the community by mm. you know what kind of reach like what percentage is your reach or engagement rate um if you're a copywriter like have you how have you how has your copy been able to drive more traffic to the website mm. how's it made an impact like you've got to um really we're in the world of measurable results now you know and especially because my background is digital marketing and so now it's not just pretty work. It's like, what does that pretty work actually bring to the table? Like a good logo, how many new customers could you potentially attract? Yeah. You know, what kind of brand awareness could you potentially get? So get very clear on that. Join a lot of Facebook groups, you know, like just get to like network with a lot of businesses and stuff. Yep. Go into the community, just say hi to your local businesses um, and, you know, tap into your existing network. Um, yeah, I think... Try things, eh? Yeah, that's the key thing, is, mm. like, you have to try a lot of different channels to get business, mm. and then you obviously have to build your own marketing channels, like, you know, Facebook yeah. and Instagram and your website, build your portfolio, um, and then always consistently invest in yourself. So, mm. like, even on a weekly basis or whatever, you know, read a book, listen to a podcast, um, try to implement some new skills, um, set some strong goals as well. Mm. Make sure you, like, you know, have a good network of people, so that that's why Hire is really cool because like now there's a whole bunch of freelancers that just part of our private community and they're just, you know, kind of all in the same journey, right? So you can support one another. Yeah. 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 I think one thing I love about um, doing the One Up project, which is something you could apply to this to your freelancing or contracting business as well, is that I have always just used it as a chance for me to try anything out that I'm interested in that's so cool like I'll use it as an opportunity to reach out to businesses and chat to them or to approach them for sponsorship I'll yeah um use it as an opportunity to run ads or something I was like yeah. I've never done that before or do reels and tiktok and yeah. for me it's all a huge just trial and error I'm just yeah. gonna see how this goes because yeah. it's fun to to work out those different things totally um and you could definitely approach as a beginner freelance or contractor the world of whatever skill you have like that as well and just try out as much as you can. That's the power mm. because you don't know until you try. Like mm. that's literally what I'm doing too is like I'm just trialing as I go too. Yeah. But that's – but the, again, like that comes down to like learning and growing yeah. because nothing is wasted. Like if you try something and it doesn't work, so what? You learned that it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, if you try something and it works, great. You know, now you can do better. You can set bigger goals, you know. You can figure out new techniques. I think always having a mindset where anything that you are doing, if you can learn from that particular thing, then nothing is ever wasted, Yeah. you know. You're always getting one step closer to becoming a better version of yourself. 
that's fundamentally so important. Mm. I think freelancers are definitely like, um, there's a lot of mums that are getting into it. There's a lot of millennials that are doing it because better work-life balance, they choose mm. their projects. A lot of people do it as a side hustle that they want uh, it to become a full-time, you know, a thing a business yeah um it's just the world I, I believe that the world is definitely going towards it and like um globally there's most small businesses outsourced to freelancers it's just like an easier method for them exactly and like it's quite interesting because even though in New Zealand I mean we had like a big impact of small businesses losing staff right mm-hmm. so you still need to get things done and I would say like just you know there's power and a lot of people go like I don't have the money and I'll say like well how's your business going to grow if you don't invest in sales and marketing because you could have the best product in the world but if nobody knows about it how are you going to get the customers like yeah word word of mouth is something but if you really want to 10x it you want to go to the next level you have to invest in marketing you have to invest in sales yeah it's like the fundamental thing in the beginning of building your business if you don't have, and if you don't know the skills, there's plenty of people that can help you with that. So yeah, I mean, I just think, I definitely think this is for sure the future. Like some people think I'm a bit nuts, but you know, sometimes <laughs> being nutty is a great thing, right? I agree. I totally agree. And I think if anything, it just shows passion. Like it just shows, you know, that you have a real passion for it. And everything you said today has been so empowering and I'm like <laughs> resonating with so much of what you're saying. So I really appreciate your time and thank you so much for coming in and chatting to us. Um, I'll have all the details of Hire Her in the description. So Aww. please go and make sure you check it out. Um, and so thankful to have had you on yeah thank you so much and thanks to you as well because you're <laughs> such an inspiration oh god so, thank you likewise no I just think it's really cool to have this conversation and to mm. also I think I'd say to anybody out there that you um, you have no idea what you're capable of mm. like if you just if if you just kind of just just give take a plunge you actually have only one life mm. like you're not limited to what society thinks you should do you actually you are your own limitation so be limitless give it a chance you actually I don't know that. yeah so yeah thank you very much for having me i really appreciate it all right guys thank you so much for listening i really hope you were able to take something valuable away um, be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at the one up project and i'll catch you on the next one